Hey everyone, we are back here with Anti Sunday School. There's, uh, you know, a little bit of a smaller crowd here today. We have Marielle. Hello. And a guest speaker, Isaiah. Oh, yes, I am here. So, um, you know, it's just weather is starting to become nicer. Um, Endgame just came out, so oh, yeah. about like half of our team is over <laughs> at the movie theater right now uh, watching that. Uh, hopefully, you know, I'll get to watch it uh, tomorrow and complete this saga that has blessed my life for the past like 10 years. Ten yes. years. It's a whole decade. So craziness. But that is not why we're here today. <laughs> um, today, we want to tackle the, the topic of prophets throughout the Old Testament would have to climb mountains in order to encounter the presence of God. Um, but today, um, it is a blessing, no doubt, that we get to walk with God uh, in our everyday lives, everywhere that we go. Um, we no longer have to climb these mountains, but have we kind of made that um, idea or our relation with God now uh, convenient because we don't have to put in the effort mm. to go towards the presence of God to, to encounter it in that way. So, Mariel, you can open us up. What do you think about this whole mountain climbing <laughs> um, experience that the prophets had to do? Um, in my opinion with this topic, I would say if the prophets did it, then that means that God wanted them to do it, which means God still wants us to do it. That's obviously what I feel. I think now that we have free will, he gave us free will to do it. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't do it though. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't, we shouldn't want to pursue him more in, in different levels and in doing things that we are comfortable doing or like, I feel like we've gotten lazy in a way because we've procrastinated. We've, we've thought of ways to go around things. Maybe like it'd be easier just going to church and, um, you know, just watching sermons online and we haven't done it for ourselves and gone after God for ourselves. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, we've heard sermons here uh, at school about making God common. And right. because we're so, because we've been so, um, especially in, in a program like this where we're doing ministry, you know, feels like almost every day mm -hmm. um, we're doing all these different things that, you know, the presence of God almost becomes common to us, and especially right. the ones that grew, grew up in church. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's I think that's somewhat of an inevitable wall to hit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I think you're right. I think we just kind of become a little bit lazy because mm -hmm. we've been so used to be like, oh, God's all all grace or God's all love, and He's always exactly. there, and so He's yeah. always listening, and and that's. 100% true. I'm not, I'm not saying anything against that, but I think that kind of mentality, we go in and we're like, okay, well, if God's just with me all the time, then I don't really have to like work to be with him. And so yeah. we kind of take a step back and like, oh, if, if I miss Bible reading today, okay, that's fine. If I miss, you know, mm -hmm. a month of services, that's fine. Right. Um, but we don't do anything like on our, on our own time. We don't do anything mm -hmm. to, to pursue God in, in our own like in our own prayer closet or in our own, own scripture time. Um, I don't know. Isaiah, what do you think? Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you for inviting me to this oh, wonderful welcome. podcast. Mm -hmm. hey, man. But I think for the, the idea of the mountain has kind of shifted. Obviously, the, like you said, the prophets had to go in order to speak to God and to experience God. Mm -hmm. But ever since Jesus Christ resurrected 
and went back with his father. We have been imbued with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And with that, we, we are able to experience God never before mm-hmm. that the, like the prophets were able to. So in that regards, I think the mountain has been more of a symbolic thing than more of a physical thing. Right. I think that as Christians and as followers of Christ, that we have to really internalize that mountain. Mm-hmm. And we have to, instead of seeing it as an obstacle to get around or to go over, we have mm-hmm. to climb the mountain in order to see what God has in store for us. Right. I think there's something that you said earlier this week was that we have, in, in, order, in climbing the mountain, when we get to the top, we're able to see so much more, a little bit far, farther down than we could if we were at the bottom of the mountain. Right. And I think that by climbing the mountain, it reveals to us our shortcomings. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in that process, God is able to work through, in us and through us, right. not only to fix uh, ourselves, but to fix others around us. Right. Yeah, I think that's good. Um, we actually did, uh, <clears throat> in my first year of this, of this program, we, we did our own kind of like chapel, and it was this idea of, of climbing the mountain and, mm-hmm. and understanding what that process is like. And it's interesting that you said that this mountain kind of shows our shortcomings. Right. And I think, I think in, in the effort of climbing the mountain to get closer to God, we, we do see the shortcomings. We do see the parts mm-hmm. of us that were like, ew, like, that's not a good part. Or, yeah. hey, this is, this is an area that I'm not so good in. Or this is, this is where I'm sinning a lot and stuff like that. And it, it almost causes you to be face-to-face yeah. with these shortcomings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... I also, in that process, um, you know, we talked about it in my, in my first year that, you know, imagine like climbing a mountain, you know, you're wearing a backpack mm-hmm. and you're just carrying a whole bunch of stuff, right. just, just weights of, of yeah. certain things. But then at certain points of this, of this mountain, you know, you take a break, whatever, and God's like, all right, I want to, I want to remove this from your life. Right. That's cool. I want to take this out of your life. Yeah. And then he's replacing, you know, he's replacing these you know, it's, let's say it's, it's arrogance or it's pride. I want to, I want to replace that with humility. And so yeah. it's, it's kind of a choice of us. Are we willing to give up these things? Are we willing yeah. to go the extra, extra step, extra uh, efforts in order to give up these things and have like yeah. actually take, take those things out of our backpack and leave it on that mountain. That way when you're at the top, you're like, all right, like I feel good. I'm not carrying any extra weight. And now I, I see where God is, is wanting me to go. And are go. we willing to show God how much we want to get rid of these things? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I feel like when I think of like other religions, how they take out like weeks um, out of their schedule and just sit in a room and pray for like a whole day. Or mm-hmm. we just, we came from, um, we came from a place where, you know, we saw, you know, this, these people that they, by honoring God, they took a whole day and they didn't, they didn't have any electronics, you know, yeah. a whole entire day with no electronics and they prayed for the whole day. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, us as Christians, we know we have the Holy Spirit. We know Jesus died for us. We don't. We we don't. T- we take it for granted yeah. because I feel like if I if someone if I physically saw someone kill themselves for me, I would make sure that their name lives on. I would make sure I would do something mm-hmm. to to make them known to people that this person like was a hero. You know. Yeah. So I feel like nowadays it's just like we we just talk about grace too much, and it's just like oh God, I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> Or it's like, you know, I, I, I'll get it done tomorrow. I'll pray tomorrow. I'm busy with this. I'm busy with that. And we just take it for granted. I don't know. I just feel like, 
I, I just had I was having like Jesus time this morning and I was like God you know we 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 take for granted the things that you have given us and the opportunities that we have that other people in other religions you know I, I'm gonna say other people in other religions don't they don't have they don't they don't celebrate the grace or they don't celebrate the the, the things that I feel like we have an easy we have an easy Christianity is easy I don't think it's I don't think it's hard I don't mm. think it's hard. I feel like people make it hard because it's things that they don't want to do. That's yeah. why people make. That's why people think it's hard. But it's like once you do them, you feel accomplished at the end. You know. So. I would challenge you in that comment. Yeah. Um, I would say Christianity is simple, not easy. Okay. Because what what the Bible and Jesus Christ calls us to do is hard because it goes against everything. That Absolutely. We're doing. I'm thinking of. I'm saying we're talking about prophets. We're, we're talking right. about people that were people that were even before Jesus. It was harder right. for them because they didn't have what we have. Why? That's why I mean it's easy uh, okay. er, for us now. I see. Because we're not the Moses where Moses had to do so much stuff. He right. had to go up and down a mountain just we to talk can, to God. I can yeah. sit here in this chair and talk to God, and God, right. will, you know, God will listen to me. I feel like we take that, we take it for granted. Got it. I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know, you gotta clarify. You gotta make sure the message is clear. I don't want to be here yeah. spewing blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, interesting that you said something about the burdens or the book bag that we carry, climbing mm-hmm. up the mountain, Matt. Um, I also think that thinking of a mountain, you think of a pyramid, and it's obviously bigger at the base. Yeah. And as you go up, it gets smaller at the top or the summit. Mm-hmm. And me on the base, we have a lot of people surrounding us or people with us in, the, in our walk as, as Christians and, you know, the, the surface level Christian, if you will, going to church, you know, saying that they pray or God bless you, have a good day. Yeah. Those type of Christians that are, that say they're Christians, but not necessarily do the things that would call them to be a Christ follower. Uh-huh. And I think that God, I believe that God is a very intimate God. And he wants to be one on one on one with us. Mm-hmm. So God calls us to climb the mountain, and a lot of people are a lot of people with us are going to be at the base of the mountain. But very few of few of the people that we know or that we love is going to climb them begin that journey of climbing the mountain with us. Mm-hmm. And as you go up the mountain, and you begin to lose people, right. and it's difficult to lose those people. But it's not necessarily a bad thing. They still love you. They still encourage you to, to keep going even when they can't. Either because they feel like they're not called to climb the mountain with you. Or right. they or they just, they're not ready. They're not on your level to, to climb the mountain. And so I feel climbing the mountain kind of really also reveals that in others. Being able to to figure out where other people are in their walk and... Kind of like I wouldn't I wouldn't say compare because that's that's a terrible thing to do as a Christian is, yeah. is to compare your walk with others. Right. But I as a pers- personally to see yourself on on the on the mountain and be I know what people I know who to go to when I'm in trouble mm-hmm. right. because they're on a similar level or they're a, they're ahead of me and now I can go to them and ask is there something that I can do better. Or can you encourage me to keep moving forward? Right. And that way, we can take another step closer to the mountain, closer to God. Obviously, still talking to God through that process. Because right. you never want to go and climb the mountain and then just not talk to God. Because then, at that point, what's the, what's the point? There's no point in climbing the mountain. Right. Yeah, I think, I think it's interesting that 
in in um, Matthew chapter seventeen. Um, it says that, that Jesus brought three of his his closest disciples, and they, he, it says that he he led them up a high mountain. Yeah. But it was on the mountain that these three disciples saw the transfiguration. Mm. Right. They saw Jesus in and what I believe was his truest form. Yeah. Scripture says that that his face shone like the sun, and that his his robes or his his clothing was was as white as light. Mm. And so in 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 my limited uh imagination <laughs> right um i i would i would assume yeah. that this is the fullness of god mm-hmm. this was the fullness of who jesus christ was mm-hmm. was to be and i like how how you said that that god is an intimate god yeah mm-hmm. that god desires intimacy with with everyone and so is there i don't know is there like like an idea that we can see the fullness of God by elevating ourselves. Mm. Right. Is there a reason why Jesus took the three disciples up to the mountain and that's where he was transfigured? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. The scripture is not super clear on it, but I, yeah. I have to think that mountain climbing was not a rather routine thing to do <laughs> as, right. a, as, you know, not even a disciple, just anybody. Yeah. It's not a routine thing to do. So it's like, do we have to do we have to sometimes change our surroundings? Do we have to sometimes mm-hmm. elevate ourselves yeah. once in a while to get a different per- perspective and to experience the, the fullness of God? I mean, I... Yeah. And you think about it, these people didn't have a choice before. Yeah. They had, like Moses, like they had to go to the mountain in order to talk mm-hmm. to God. We have a choice. Either we want to, you know, either, either, you know, staying in the same boat that we're saying, because God's still going to listen to us if we're not yeah, you know, abso- climbing the mountain. Absolutely. But I feel like God gave us a choice because he wants us to... to he wants us to choose him wholeheartedly yeah, choose him not just choose him because we don't have a choice like Moses like I said he didn't have a choice he had to go up to the mountain in order yeah. to hear from God yeah. now that we have a choice God's like okay now I want you to choose to go up the mountain because you love me and because you know that going up the mountain is going to be so much better than you staying there I can give you so much more if you climb the mountain than if you stay in, in that valley season you know yeah. so yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's good and something, something interesting is that sometimes we don't even notice that we're even climbing up a mountain. Yeah. We find ourselves so either fixated or situated on certain situations that, you know, people have either said to us or, right. or that we, we, go, we go through things that, that God allows and yeah. we find ourselves struggling. And yeah. so we have to find ourselves alone. And in that alone time, we find ourselves up a mountain. And we can't go anywhere anywhere else but up. So, and when we go up that mountain, that's probably the only time that we can truly experience God in His fullness and in that intimacy. We truly see, we see God yeah. in our lives, mm-hmm. and it's just it's interesting because not a lot of not a lot of Christians or people in general are able to experience that just out of the blue meeting God by chance. Yeah, and. I feel to to experience something like that, it would have to be, you would have to be on your lowest low to experience God that way. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like there's two different types of struggles that we go through in life. Yeah. There's a struggle of us just struggling. I mean, this life, <laughs> yeah. life, life is going to, life is going to cause you to struggle a little yeah. bit. And, and that, that could be, I don't know, but that could be. Uh, because you know we're either not listening to God or we haven't spent time with Him, and mm-hmm. so we just kind of out of our own humanity, there comes a struggle. Mm-hmm. But then there's a struggle of I'm trying to get closer to God. There's a struggle of trying to get up this mountain, mm-hmm. and so you know, is could could 
could the struggle that you're going through in life be disguised as, oh, I'm just struggling because God's not with me? Or is it a struggle of, that's, uh, you know, true of, I'm, I'm climbing, the, I'm actually climbing a mountain. Mm-hmm. And so, are, and do we, do we like blame the struggle of climbing the mountain as in, God, you're not with me? Mm-hmm. Does, that, does that make sense? Like, yeah. we, we blame God because of the struggle. God, I'm mm. like, I followed you. I committed to you. I'm supposed to not struggle. Like, life is supposed to be I feel like the easy. mountains are those times where you don't hear God. Where it's like, you, you have to choose what you're going to do next mm. because you don't hear God. Because every time that people had climbed the mountains in the Bible, until they were at the top, that's when they heard from God. Until, right. like, when Jesus took everyone to the top of the mountain, he didn't start talking until he was on top of the mountain. Right. So I feel like it is those times where you have to choose to still climb or to give up. That's good. That's when good. you don't hear God. Yeah. So I feel, in my opinion, those are mountains. Those are mountains, definitely. Yeah, that's so that's so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think, I think it's just like in, in everything else, humanity finds shortcuts. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, and it, I mean that's what we do. We yeah. so like we go, we go through this process and we're like, wait, yeah, is there an easier, more convenient yeah. way? <laughs> and so I think even this topic of like climbing up mountains, like you look at the mountain, like okay, cool, like I've been climbing this for a while, but is mm-hmm. there like is there an easier way? Yeah. Is there a more convenient way? I think there is. Mm-hmm. I think we call them tunnels now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we've mm-hmm. somehow like... Absolutely. Like you look at this mountain and you're at the base and you're like, dang, this is so tall. It'll just be easier to go around it. And like right. a little like, you know, devil light bulb comes on. And you're like, <laughs> you know what? Right. I could blow a hole through the base of this thing yeah. and get to the other side so much faster. <laughs> like, why not? Like six- so much more work. Right. I mean, if you think about it, like, yes. I, I don't know if you guys have, like, researched or, like, understand what the process of blowing yeah. holes through mountains is. Yes. But, I, like, I did a little bit. Yes. It's a very long process. Right. Like, you could have just walked. It's, it's not like you take this, like, big old, like, drill machine, which they have. They yeah. have, like, legitimate mm-hmm. drill machines. Yeah. But it's like, okay, what if, like, the mountain passage goes like an inch shorter. Then you have to back this whole truck up, change the blade size, go yeah. back in there. So it's like, what if it takes a sharp curve? What if you want right. to go like, what if you want to go bigger? What if you want to go like, yes. there's just, there's so many things that go into it. So essentially, Mary, I'll say, mm-hmm. it's just, first of all, don't take your shortcuts. It's going to cost you more time in the end. So just don't take the shortcut. <laughs> but do you think, do you think that we've, we've taken those shortcuts and do you think it's, it's hindered us um, at all um, in order to do these things yeah I feel like I feel like shortcuts are shortcuts are okay sometimes I feel like sometimes God will give you a, an easier way out but I feel like like I said when you don't hear from God when you don't hear from God maybe it's him Mm, I don't know. Maybe it's him thinking. Let me see what she's gonna do. Let me see what he's gonna do. Mm-hmm. Is he gonna take that shortcut or is he gonna climb? Because he he knows what he has to do, obviously. Right. But um, yeah, I just feel like there are some shortcuts where God God's like, I'm gonna get you out of this fast because you know. Yeah, I mean, it just not, depends the situation. Right. I'm not saying shortcuts or, or tunnels are bad. Right. I think I think you could also look at tunnels as like, hey, I've I've created a, a system and now I just yeah. because I think I think. Symbolically, yeah. mountains have become like uh, an obstacle in the way. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's mm-hmm. an obstacle in our path. And so in, like, in that sense, I want to get through the mug as, soon, right. as, as fast as possible. Right. Yeah. So if God, if you can blow a hole through the base of this thing, I'm going to walk through it. So I think in those, yes. in those senses, it's, it's, it's a good thing. But it, I, mm-hmm. I mean, 
I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a genius. I'm not an expert right. in anything. But maybe, just like just maybe, the original use of a mountain wasn't as a blockade, but it was it was used to get us closer to God. It was used mm-hmm. to elevate. It yeah. was used mm-hmm. to like. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I think. I think. So many like songs out there and so many (laughs) preachers out there. And again, I'm not saying it's bad. I do think, you know, when you sing songs of mountain in my way, be removed and thrown into the sea, like scripture talks about Mm -hmm. doing that. So I think in in a sense that is correct. But have we looked at every mountain as an Mm -hmm. obstacle instead of an actual like it was there on purpose. Yeah. A teaching like, method. Like, right. You know? Like, mm-hmm. am I actually supposed to learn something by climbing right. this mountain instead of, hey, God, can you, like, remove this thing? And God's looking at you and saying, but I need you to climb this. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you want it removed, mm-hmm. but I need you to climb this because what you're going to learn exactly. in that process is going to make you a better person. Right. Mm-hmm. So have we, like... I guess, I guess what I'm asking is, have, have we, as Christians looked at every mountain as an obstacle and now we're praying for the very we're praying against the very things that could actually help us that's good and i think with that we we really need to pray for discernment because with mountains there's like you said there's two types of mountains and we have to it's really difficult to figure out which mountain it is right but for asking discernment giving that discernment having that discernment we'll be able to see the plan that God has for us in a way that even if it's a little bit to understand mm-hmm. this mountain I need to climb in order to be a better Christian right. or this mountain I need God to blow a hole so I can go right through it and right. go to what's what God is really calling me to mm-hmm. calling me to right so by by that discernment is a huge factor in Absolutely. in our lives as as Christians and even regular people you know just mm-hmm. making the right choice in the right moment yeah and I think the only way to build that discernment is to have constant communication yes. with God, a constant relationship with Him. Because mm-hmm. in order to discern which which mountain is an obstacle and which one is to climb, you need to know the will of God. Yeah. And the only way to know the will of God, and, and anybody, it's not like, I'm trying to be super spiritual right now. If you want to know what the will of somebody is, if you want to, if the only right. way that you know what the will of your friend is, is to get to know them. Right. You, I mean, you walk down the street, I have no idea what the will of a stranger is that I walk by on a sidewalk. Right. But my best friend, my family, I know what their wills are. Right. I know what they want to do in life. And so I think, I think when you're looking at this, you, you want to build your discernment, but the only way to build your discernment is to have that relationship <laughs> with God. Yeah. And sometimes the only way to build that relationship with God is to climb this mountain. Climb so mountain, I don't know. So. Like, it's just this, yeah. it's it's a, this huge cycle. thing. Yeah. It's just this huge cycle of, all right, I'm going to climb this mountain. I'm going mm-hmm. to go down this mountain. I'm going to climb this mountain. Okay, I'm going to blow a hole through this mountain. Right. It's just like yes. this very continual, it has, to be, it has to be consistent and not perfect. Right. Exactly. You know, there, there are probably many times in my life that I've blown a hole through a God a God-purpose mountain. Yeah. I mean, let's just be real honest. Exactly, yeah. And I probably climbed an obstacle that I could have just blown a hole through. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, exactly. so have I always figured this thing out? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Am I going to mess up again? Absolutely. <laughs> but mm-hmm. to have that continual relationship with God and, and to, to learn more about Him and to learn more about His character, you just, you begin to know the heart of God. Yeah. Absolutely. You begin to yes. know, like, all right, God, what is your will for me? Yes. Mm-hmm. And how do I discern what I need to climb and what you need to blow a hole through? And when you learn his will for you, then you know, like you said, then you know which mountains you're supposed to climb and which mountains you're supposed to, you know, blow up. Because it's like, 
Yes, you're going to have times where your flesh is going to be like, I want to, I'm going to blow up this mountain because I'm tired of it. Yeah. But what about, what about those times where it's like, I actually want to climb this mountain because I want to mm. know what God has on the other side for me. Yeah. There are going to be people in my life that are not going to agree with you. There are going to be people in your life that are going to say, you should, you should just blow that up, you know, because it's just too much. Yeah. But you are the only person that's going to know what the will of God is for that mountain. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's also interesting, um, and this may change, you know, your idea of what the scripture means, but I believe it's uh, Romans twelve one that talks mm-hmm. about being uh, not too conformed to the yeah. habits of the world, but be yeah. transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you will be able to test God's will for your life, His good, perfect, and pleasing will. Yeah. So it's like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. The way to test God's will, because we know it's perfect, we know yes. it's good, and we know it's pleasing. And so the the scripture says that to test the will of God, you need to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And so, mm-hmm. is it that in our mind, we see every mountain as an obstacle? Right. And God is actually telling us, hey, mm-hmm. please renew your mind mm-hmm. into knowing that some mountains are to be able to climb. Right. That's good. Like, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, yeah. what, I don't know if that's what scripture meant, yeah. but in this context, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we have this certain mindset of Obstacle, 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 obstacle. I have to avoid this. I have to avoid yeah. this. I have to cast it out. But the, the scripture is saying, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So yeah. is there a new mindset that we could adapt right. in order to test and discern what God's will for our lives is? Right. Because God's will is perfect and we can never truly understand his plans. Yeah. His plans elude us every single time we think we know what God wants right. for us. Oh, gosh. And it's like, <laughs> living, thinking about that, thinking about that, like, all the times that you have planned for your life, all the things you have planned for your life, is it, you never truly know if that's what yeah. God wants for you. Yeah. And so you have to live your life knowing that maybe this isn't what God has for me. Yeah. And being able to be flexible and changing your mindset yeah. or your, your thoughts Absolutely. and saying, okay, God, Whatever you have, mm-hmm. reveal it, yeah. and I will pursue it. Yeah. And pursue it with all your heart, with all your might, and with passion. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to be a police officer. Right. And that's that very same year that I was going after being a police officer, God called me to full-time ministry. Mm-hmm. So I was like, in my head, I was like, okay, dope. I want to be a police officer for, for the rest of my life. And God's like, um... Let me tweak this a little bit and give you almost like the complete opposite <laughs> idea and job that you were expecting. And let me call you to full-time ministry. Yeah. And so it's like, in that moment, you, you got to be flexible. Yeah. Because like you were saying, Isaiah, your will for your own life, I mean, it's, it's pretty imperfect. It doesn't line yeah. up with what his perfect will is. And I think that's something that it just has to be like a, like a constant sacrifice that we have to do. Yeah. God, yeah. God knows the desires of our hearts. He knows yes. what we want to do in life. But I think it's it speaks a lot to our maturity and our relationship with God when we say when we hold the things of our life and with with open hands yeah. and I'm demonstrating it even though that no one can actually <laughs> see what I'm doing, <laughs> but, but like you hold it out with with open hands and say, "All right, God, like this is what I want to do. Yeah. You know this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So I submit it to you, mm. and if it's within your will, then open these doors, and if yeah. it's not, then close them. Right. Yeah. And Continue to, to, to push me into what you, what you have for me. Mm. So, like I said, you know, at, like we say at every podcast, and we're really the idea of this is we we don't have any final answers. Yes. Right. I, I mean, I have my beliefs. I have my interpretations of scripture and, and life. But ultimately, we don't have, you know, we don't have the final answer. So, 
Mariel, Isaiah, do you guys have any final thoughts uh, about this topic? What do you want to say to our wonderful fans out there? I would say don't give up. Because when you're walking up the mountain, sometimes it looks like it's getting taller and taller. Mm -hmm. But really, you're, you're really close to the top. So just don't give up. Yeah. I would just say that all mountains are beautiful. Mm -hmm. And being able to figure out which mountain is for you to climb. And being able to see the top, to see, to be in the summit, to be with God. Yeah. It has to be one of the most inspiring and amazing things we will ever experience in our lives. Absolutely. So my, my final say is love God through, through climbing the mountain, yeah. love God at the base of the mountain, and love God in the summit of the mountain. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. That's good. That's really good. I think I think I'll I'll leave um our our audience with with a challenge. Mm-hmm. Of what could you What could you benefit from if let's say you get up the mountain? What could you benefit in your life if you could see the road just a little bit farther? Yes. Mm-hmm. What could your ministries or you know your families benefit? by seeing an obstacle just a little bit sooner. Mm. And so I think if you if if we all keep this this in mind, this this idea and these questions in mind, I think it'll give purpose to the climb. Yeah. I think it'll give purpose to the really mundane and the really tough parts about climbing a mountain. Yeah. Um and hopefully hopefully at the at, at the end of the day, uh we we can all learn how to discern what mountains are climbable and what mountains we just need to blow a hole through. Mm-hmm. So love you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope it was thought provoking. I hope uh, it changed your perspective a yes. little bit. Hope you were challenged and I hope that you guys can go see Avengers Endgame this Ooh. weekend. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is Matt Mariel Isaiah signing off once again. Bless you guys. Love yes. you.